This is Laurie Moore Moore with Texas Brave and Strong. Tidbits of Texas history you didn't learn in school. Today's episode, Maverick, an unbranded bull and one heck of a man. A Texas cattle rancher can tell you that unbranded bulls or cows are known as mavericks. Chances are he or she can also tell you why. Here's the story. Texas cattle ranching developed in the mid-1800s when wild longhorn cattle were caught and new owners burned their unique brands into the cows and bulls' hides. Landowner Samuel Augustus Maverick of San Antonio chose to not brand the beeves he claimed as his own. He and his family lived in town, but he kept his cattle on his ranch near Matagorda Bay. When the Civil War began, men tending Maverick's ranch left, and the cattle ran wild and multiplied. Eventually, Maverick rounded up as much of his wild herd as he could and sold the cattle in San Antonio. The beeves left behind were roped and claimed by others. When these cows were taken to market, they were commonly referred to as mavericks. The term still refers to unbranded cattle and to someone like Sam Maverick, who doesn't follow the crowd. Maverick may not have left his mark on his livestock, but he certainly left his mark on Texas. Sam Maverick was born on a South Carolina plantation in 1803, educated at Yale, and went on to earn a law degree. In 1835, he responded to Texas's siren call and arrived in San Antonio in time to find himself in the middle of the Texas Revolution. Shortly after Maverick's arrival, Mexican General Perfecto de Cos captured San Antonio and placed its Texian residents under house arrest. Texas General Stephen F. Austin laid siege to the town. Maverick and a friend, John Smith, were able to convince General Coss that they would abandon Texas if allowed to leave San Antonio. Instead of departing the state, they reported to Austin's camp and offered to guide Austin's militia into San Antonio. Maverick led Colonel Ben Milam's column as the Texians attacked. After Coss's surrender, Maverick joined the garrison at the Alamo. At dawn on March 6th, the Alamo fell, and all defenders were killed. Fortunately for Maverick, just four days earlier, he had been sent by the garrison to Washington on the Brazos to vote for independence. His signature can be seen on the Texas Declaration of Independence. At this point, Maverick returned to South Carolina to marry Mary Ann Adams. The couple and their new son moved to Texas at the end of 1837 and settled in San Antonio, where Maverick became involved in local and state politics, including becoming San Antonio's mayor in 1839. During this time, Indian attacks were common. In her memoirs, Mary Maverick wrote that, quote, Mr. Maverick was a member of the volunteer company of Minutemen commanded by Texas Ranger Jack Hayes. Each volunteer kept a good horse, saddle, bridle, and arms, 
and a supply of coffee, salt, sugar, and other provisions ready at any time to start on 15 minutes' warning in pursuit of marauding Indians. In 1840, the Mavericks witnessed the Council House fight when 60-some-odd Comanche came to San Antonio seeking a peace treaty. Unfortunately, the talks took a bad turn, resulting in the deaths of 33 Indians and 7 Texans. Another 32 Indians were taken prisoner. Most of the captured Indians escaped and returned to their tribes. Indians and Mexicans were an ongoing threat. In September of 42, six years after the Republic of Texas had won its independence, Mexican forces again mounted an attack in an attempt to reclaim Texas. Goliad, Refugio, and Victoria fell to the Mexican army, and troops advanced on San Antonio. Mary Maverick and her children joined the runaway of 1842, a group of women and children fleeing ahead of General Wall's Mexican forces. Maverick quickly relocated his family to LaGrange. Maverick and 53 men were trapped in San Antonio when Mexican forces arrived. Maverick gathered the men on the rooftop of a building, and they succeeded in killing 14 and wounding 27. However, the 900 Mexican troops overwhelmed them, and they were captured. The men were marched over a thousand miles to the notorious Pierrote prison and subjected to forced labor. While imprisoned, Maverick was elected to the Republic of Texas's House of Representatives. Finally, in March of 1843, after six months in prison, Maverick and his friends were released. Maverick left with some of the chains which had bound him to serve as a reminder of the value of freedom. From 1844 to 1847, the Mavericks lived on a ranch in Matagorda County, and Maverick focused on growing his land holdings. In 1845, he was a member of the Texas Constitutional Convention. In 1849, he was elected director of the San Antonio and Mexican Gulf Railroad. As the Civil War loomed, Maverick was initially opposed to secession. However, he changed his mind and supported Texas's decision to join the Confederacy in 1861, telling a crowd gathered in Alamo Plaza in front of the Minger Hotel that the time for resistance had come since states' rights were no longer secure. Texas must secede, he said. Maverick went on to serve as a delegate to the Texas Secession Convention and was one of three commissioners appointed to negotiate the surrender of the troops and property in the federal forts in Texas as the war began. During the war, he was again elected mayor. Samuel Maverick's amazing life ended in 1870 at the age of 67. Involved in so many of the state's major historical events, one can't but conclude that Samuel Augustus Maverick left an important mark on Texas, the state he loved. This has been Laurie Moore Moore with Texas Brave and Strong, the best little podcast in Texas. Be sure to check out my historical novel, Gone to Dallas, The Storekeeper, 1856 to 1861. 
and watch for my new book coming in 2024, Queen of Cotton, Confederate Camel Caravan Across Texas. <laughs>